So, I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as bad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! This is the Vexing Rebel Podcast. I'm your host, Kurt, the Vexing Rebel. You may be wondering why I've chosen the moniker Vexing Rebel. Quite simply, it's because I hold viewpoints that do not follow any conventional wisdom, regardless of your socio-political viewpoints. I also have a tendency to cause great distress and, uh, well, let's just say aggravation, particularly to my opponents. Uh, this is my first ever podcast which may lead you to wonder why you should even listen to what I have to say. Well, it is my hope that I will give you an alternate way of thinking about things, uh, at least present to you a different viewpoint shown in a different way, hopefully challenge the way that you think, challenge the things that you've always thought were truth, uh, or allow you to reaffirm what it is that you believe based upon your total disagreement with what I have to say. Um, I don't uh, even pretend to say that I have all the answers, but I do throw out um, an alternate viewpoint. I am not n new to the political arena. Um, I've been a political activist for about, I don't know, 10 or 15 years. Um, I've always been you know, very interested in the society in which I live, um, history, politics, and so forth. Uh, and I Throughout the journey of my life, um, I've decided that I needed to express myself. I wanted to, to kind of fight against the uh, lunacy that I've seen going on around me, to, to fight against the, the evils that I've, I've witnessed, uh, to uh, challenge those who are asleep. And I started off by writing. Uh, I've written blogs, I've written books, I've written essays. But that never really seemed to go anywhere. Um, it seems that uh, most people don't really want to read. Or if they do read, they generally don't want to read something controversial. They don't want to think about things that are hard to think about. They don't want to consider things that are um, outside of their comfort zone. And uh, so I thought perhaps if I sat down and talked to everyone... Uh, they may be pro more prone to listen to what I have to say as opposed to reading what I have to say. So with that in mind, I'd like to kind of start off by introducing you to kind of my basic philosophy, the way uh, I kind of approach everything. And it doesn't matter if you agree with what I have to say or vehemently disagree with what I have to say. I hope that you'll go ahead and hear me out because, once again, I may bring a different perspective or a different viewpoint or a different way of kind of um, looking at things. And uh, it is my hope that I can engage you, uh, challenge you, give you food for thought. I'm a firm believer in liberty. Um, and I know that there's a lot of people out there that they have a 
pretty confirmed belief in what they believe uh, members of the liberty movement are. Either they believe that there's some kind of a lunatic uh, fringe out there to destroy their lifestyle, or they believe that they are someone who's fighting against statism or so forth, or perhaps uh, perhaps they're they're kind of full of themselves, deluding themselves into believing that what they desire is freedom, when in reality what they want is some alternate form of fascism or statism that suits their, their own needs, and they call it freedom. That's not where I'm coming from. I truly do desire liberty. Um, the problem that I've had is that there's a lot of well-meaning people involved in the liberty movement that, um, well, are deluded or misguided. And what they think they're advocating is liberty, but in reality, they're actually advocating Marxism or fascism or some other form of uh, enslavement. And they don't even realize it. And the ones who do want to advance liberty, and they kind of know what they're talking about, well, it's kind of like herding cats. You can't really get them to agree on a path forward. And that puts people in the liberty movement at a great disadvantage. Because the statists, the, the, the enemies of liberty, the ones who want to seek to eradicate your freedoms, and their enablers, they're a very cohesive group. They, uh, they have their stuff together. They really know what it is that they want to do. They've got a goal, and they're enacting it. And they're well-organized, well-funded. Uh, and that's something that we have to combat. And we have to combat that not by arguing about every little specific uh, minute detail that we differ on, but instead finding something that we're, you know, we hold in common, something that we believe in together, that we can p- advance forward. And hopefully in my uh, various podcasts you will find something that you can agree with me on, something that we can move forward together on. And when it comes to some of the finer points, if you disagree with me, so be it. But uh, with that being said, I'd like to kind of tell you where I'm coming from. I'm a firm believer in um, natural rights and natural law. And I understand that when you say that, there's a lot of varying philosophies and opinions on what that, what that means. So I'll give you a brief overview of what I mean by this so that you'll understand me and where I'm coming from. When I say natural rights, what I'm talking about are those rights that are intertwined with your humanity, uh, regardless of where you want to believe they come from. Um, If you believe they come as a part of of your human consciousness, uh, so be it. Uh, Many believe that it comes as a gift from God. Yes, I hold that view, okay? But that doesn't mean that it's a religious movement. That doesn't mean that if you're an atheist, you can't believe in natural rights. You can. Nothing's stopping that from happening. Your natural rights are something that is intertwined with you, okay? It's, It's as much a part of you as your blood, your bone, your tissue, your mind, your soul. And it's broken down into four basic rights. 
And it's from those four basic rights that all rights that you have as a human being spring. And those rights are the right to life, the right to liberty, the right to acquire and use property, and the right to defend your rights. It's pretty straightforward. I mean, your right to uh, freedom of conscience or freedom of religion, freedom of speech, your right to keep and bear arms, all these rights are really subdivisions of those basic four rights. Your rights, um, yes, they can be infringed upon by someone. I mean, someone could come along and bash you in the back of the head and take your life from you. But by right, uh, your rights are inviolate. In other words, they're permanent. They are inseparable from you. The only way that you can rightfully deny someone their rights is if they violate natural law. Which brings me to the second part of my philosophy. What is natural law? Natural law is really broken down into two fundamental basic laws. And that is, do not tread upon your neighbor and keep your promises. It's the basis for all criminal, civil, contract law. Okay? And only by violating natural law can you rightfully be denied your natural rights. Now, things like, you know, murder, rape, kidnapping, uh, robbery, so on and so forth. These are all subdivisions of the do not tread upon your neighbor, okay, law. And uh, things like uh, breach of contract and all these things, they uh, are subdivisions of the keep your promises portion of it. If someone violates one of these natural laws, they could be um, required to pay damages and court fees and so forth, or, or in other words, denied their property. Uh, they could be uh, imprisoned, thereby denied their liberty. And if the crime is heinous enough, they can't even be denied their life through execution. The one thing you can never really ever take away is someone's right to defend their rights. Uh, you have... Uh, to go through a court process, uh, uh, natural justice, so to speak, in order to be denied your rights. You have to uh, prove that someone is guilty beyond a reasonable doubt in order to do to violate their, their natural rights. And that's all a part of your defense of your rights. The presumption of innocence is a defense of your rights. Now, so far... For most of you, regardless of where you sit in the socio-political spectrum, probably, most likely, don't find my view so far to be controversial. It's when I get into some of the finer points of it that you may find controversy, or whenever I start espousing what I believe to be violations of rights or something that I believe to be anti-liberty. But for now, most people, most people, not everyone, are pretty accepting of the concept of, of your rights. There are those out there, whether through ignorance or um, purposeful malevolence, okay, 
They try to make it out that you have rights that are granted to you by government, a positivist view of, of rights. That a government grants you uh, rights, the government can take away your rights, the government can pass laws uh, that tread upon your rights, and so forth. Um, those people, yes, they will have a problem with what I'm saying, okay? Um, but we will dissect this in another, po in another podcast. Um, I'm going to try to keep this brief, and so I'm going to go ahead and, and just close on this note. And uh, perhaps a little bit of controversy. I believe that every human being on earth is endowed with natural rights. And I believe that the only way that you can violate these natural rights is through punishment for their violation of natural law. That being said, it's unfortunate that most people are ignorant. They truly are. And they're selfish and self-centered. And they don't really realize the gift that they have. They don't realize what it is that they possess. And they're far too likely to throw it away or to give it away without even realizing what they're doing. It is my goal to not only explain this to those who don't understand, but to give the people who do understand a new outlook, uh, another way of thinking about it. And whether you love me or hate me, whether you are indifferent towards me, I'm hoping that at least something I say will stick with you, give you something to think about, something to talk to your friends about. And if I manage to accomplish that in the few minutes that we spend together, then that makes what I'm doing worthwhile. Hopefully you'll uh, tune in next time. Until then, this is Kurt, the Vexing Rebel, signing out. Follow the Vexing Rebel podcast on Twitter at The Vexing Rebel. Like us on Facebook and check out our YouTube channel. We will post a new podcast every Friday.